Report, a weekly journey into the life of a guy who spends more time in the toy section than the kid who hangs the figures from the pegs. Your host, Icy Robots. All right, greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots. I'm not a hero. I just sacrifice to make your life a little better each and every week. This week, though, we are going to do something a little different. We are going to have a, well, this is the 25th episode, the 25th anniversary of the greatest podcast in the world, the Toys R Us Report. So we are going to do something a little different. This is a choose-your-own-episode adventure of sorts. What I did was I went onto the IC Robots Facebook page and I asked people, I said, give me some random numbers. And the numbers they gave me correspond to the different bits of show we are going to have ahead of us. A celebration, a look back, a look back into the past at where we have come from, and maybe it will give us a peek about where we might go into the future. I don't know how it's going to do that, but it was just something nice to say. I really want to thank everybody who tunes in every week. The show is getting more and more downloads each and every week, and I appreciate you guys who are going out there, sharing the show, telling a friend, doing what it takes for us to grow. Without you guys, we got nothing, and considering that we don't have a whole lot as it is, imagine where we would be. With all that said, let's get moving. We will be back next week with a regular show. It's going to be a good one. It is great. I already have it planned out. You will be tickled pink. At any rate, thank you, and please, continue to tune in, continue to tell a friend. I see robots out. Take it away. Break yourself. This is the Toys R Us report. Nobody moves, nobody gets hurt. I walk my dog a lot. Like, a lot. She, she's high energy, and I'm kind of high energy too as far as I get antsy if I don't get enough exercise. Not to say that I'm fit, I just gotta feel like I'm always doing something. Anyway... I walk my dog a lot, and we have a couple different routes. One of them leads us over toward a more rural area of my neighborhood. It's a nice walk. We go over this tall hill, and you get to go past not farms per se, but farm-like yards. Maybe small uh, personal farms? I don't know what you would call it. Like a little baby farm? Like, not a garden. Bigger than a garden. Like a few acre gardens. Anyhow... You pass a few of those along the way, and one day we were over there. And it is not remote, but you do go off the main road, and there aren't a lot of cars usually in the area. So we're walking through there, and I hear somebody scream help. And this is always, this is always an interesting situation, because you think in your head when you hear somebody say help that you are going to go and rush in there initially and be a hero. You do, when the time comes, you do get faced with this other situation, which is... Is the person yelling for help to the general public, like, I am being murdered, I need help, or, you know, my house is on fire, I need help, or are they saying help to somebody in their house, like, help, I need a hand because, you know, I need somebody to hand me the hammer, I can't reach the hammer, I'm hanging a picture, or 
Just something of that sort. Just trying to call out to somebody else in the house for help with the household chore. I think that my voice sounds funny. It's allergy season. It's one of the many allergy seasons. We have four seasons of the year, and each of those seasons has their own individual allergy season. And this is this season's allergy season. It's windy. It's crazy windy out. That has nothing to do with uh, the story. So I'm going to get back to that. I'm walking the dog and I hear somebody scream, help. And I didn't know what to do. So I figured I would investigate a little further before like fully bursting into action. So I kind of walked over to the fence where I heard the noise coming from. I brought the dog with me and we moved over toward the fence and I peeked through a knot hole and... It was really funny what I saw. It wasn't that funny, but it wasn't a dangerous situation. The lady was screaming to high heaven by this point. I didn't mention that. She was like really screaming. It was like, help, help, really loud. I, I felt like I might need to burst uh, through the fence. But what I saw when I got over there was that she was completely encircled by airborne chickens. I don't know what caused them to do this, but it was like a chicken tornado circling around her whole body and they were going after her. Not for a murderous intent, but they were definitely thinking that for whatever reason, this older lady was the cause of some kind of discomfort because they were all circling, 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 attack, 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 attack. And I'm thinking like, I might have to bust through there with my dog. And I'm, you know, my dog is going to enjoy this. She's not mean. She does like to chase other things. And given the opportunity to go into full on attack mode with these chickens would be something that would really like, really interest her a lot. I didn't want to do it though, because it might be where I'm thinking I'm saving her. And when my dog goes in there and bites one of her chickens in the neck, she might try to charge me for the chicken, even though my argument is that, like, hey, you were screaming for help, and I saw you in the middle of the chicken NATO, and I was just doing what I had to do to make sure that you saw another day here on Earth, lady. Maybe we would have worked something out where she would, like, charge me for the chicken, and I could take it home, and my wife could pluck it and cook it. I don't know how hard it is to pluck a chicken. I've never done it. Her mother used to own a chicken store, and even though she never worked in it, my wife never worked in it. Maybe somehow the chicken store gene is in her and she could pluck it and she does know how to fry a mean chicken. So maybe it would have been worth it. None of this came to pass, though. This is all just me imagining weird things for some weird reason because some lady came from inside the house and I saw her just start swatting chickens out of the sky with a broom. It was great. I wish it would have been me with the broom just going all Mark McGuire, Jeffrey Leonard, Hackman, and swinging on these chickens. It was really fun. <laughs> it was Sorry, it, I'm picturing it in my head. It was almost like a video game. If any of you guys out there have any sort of video game skills and you could write something, maybe something would be fun where a lady is in the middle of a giant cylinder of turkeys, or chickens rather, and you have to run over there and save her life by knocking them out of the way. Just a thought. It's my, that might be my second best video game. The first being, uh, Abalone Diver. I thought that could be cool because here you'll see a couple people die every year going down there and illegally poaching abalones. I guess the abalone sells for some kind of good value. I've never, I think I might have eaten it once, but I've never bought it. I've never purchased it. So I don't know how much it does cost, but we do lose. A few Northern Californians every year to the abalone trade, and I thought that maybe some kind of Grand Theft Auto game based on the illegal abalone poaching might be fun, but that never came to pass, basically because I don't know anything about making video games. And if anyone out there wants to use that idea, don't do it because it's mine, and I would, I don't know, I would be a little mad. Still, it was a fun adventure walking the dog, and I do think that 
I would recommend that you go out there and if you have a dog, walk it. It gets you out of your car and you see different things than you would have seen from inside of your moving vehicle. It makes you more part of the world instead of a person passing through the world. That's just my two cents. We're going to move on to the movie review of the interview. Sit tight. I'll be back in two secamentos. Hey guys, this is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube, your YouTube source for retro video games and more, and you are listening to the Toys R Us Report with IC Robots right here on the Retro Junkies Network. From bikes to trains to video games, it's the greatest Toys R Us reporting podcast there is. A lone plane flying in a dark, starry sky. Passengers on their way home for the holidays. One of these passengers, Willie, from the ClecoVisions podcast. However, Willie has a problem. He sees something out of the way. No, I'm telling you, I see robots. What is it? I see robots. It's Willie's ticket to the Toys R Us reports. Let me get this straight. A man in a kabuki mask attacked you in Balloon Man. Yes, officer. On November 7th, we gotta catch that guy. You're gonna need some upgrades. From the creators of Frozen and Wrecked Ralph. Oh no. Low battery. Baby Disney's Big Hero 6 in 3D November 7th. Yoki dokey, folks. Well, sad as it is, we did not make it to the wrestling show. I know, it's a big bummer. The problem is, I thought it was on Saturday, and it really was on Friday. Wah, wah. Woe is me. Woe is me for being a dummy and not knowing how to read a calendar. Anyway... We made up for it. We tried to do our best with the time that we had, and instead we took in a flick. We took one of my daughter's buddies, her buddy Gary, over to the theater, and we all saw Big Hero 6. And all I can say is, wow, that was a really, really fun movie. I would have to give it 5 out of 5, a big 10 thumbs up from the ISR headquarters. It gets the highest recommendation possible. Whether you're a family or you're just an individual person, you will have fun at this movie. For real. I don't have the words to express how great this movie was. I'll say it's awesome. It was super awesome. Super mega awesome. It's all those things. It's super duper mega awesome. And as a bonus, there's a little short, a little short movie before it about a dog that is the sweetest thing I have ever seen. It literally brought a little tear to my eye and I normally don't say sweet, and I normally don't cry during movies, so you know it's extra special. Anyhow, you need to go see this. It's a revenge tale. And we all know revenge is the greatest motivator and the greatest film motivator overall. So, dude, just go see it. What else can I say? Go see it. Go see it right now. Leave work. Leave your home. Do what, you know, do whatever you got to do. Just go check it out. You will have a good time. If you don't, hit me up on Twitter, at ICRobots, and tell me I'm a dummy. But if you do that, I'm going to tell you you're a dummy back because the movie's great. Anyhow, ISR approved, 10 thumbs up, 
Five stars, six stars. We'll say seven. Seven stars, ten thumbs up. Good times all around. Go see it. What? Hi, friends. Vic Sage here from the Retrost and the Saturday Frights podcast. And you're listening to the Toys R Us Report. Get ready for the retro marketplace. Okay, I see robots. This is your one chance. Show them what you got. Robo Force by Ideal. So today is a brave new day. It's an all new beginning. We have a new segment here on the show. It's called the Retro Marketplace. What we hope to accomplish with the marketplace is to take a look online and see what it's going to cost you in time and effort and money to reconnect with some of your favorite toys from back in the day. What we are going to uh, take a look at today is RoboForce. Max steals RoboForce by Ideal Toys out of Hollis, Queens, and later New Jersey. Can you believe that? There is actually something that might be, even though I'm not going to say they are as cool as Run DMC from Hollis, Queens. Ideal Toy actually invented the teddy bear. That's just a little side note. They're the company that came up with the teddy bear in 1907, and all later products were sort of built off the success of that one. Anyway, Max Steel is a 5-inch robotic toy with a suction cup base and a squeezing motion arms. His arms are... They're little pipes, and if you push on a lever in the back, they're plastic pipes, like bendy straws, like the like the joints on bendy straws. And if you squeeze on his back, this lever on his back, they come together and grab things. It's kind of cool. It's not really the coolest thing in the world, but it is a little cool. I've always been a fan of the line. I liked him as a kid. I only had a few, but I did like them. You could tell by my names, I I do like robots, and I've always been a fan of robots, and he was one of the few robotic toys that I recall coming out when I was younger. I didn't, like, have the whole collection of Max Steel or anything. I did have one or two, maybe just one. I remember liking them from afar. They got a really big push. There was a lot of Max Steel commercials, and at one time there was talk of, like, a Max Steel cartoon. I'm not sure if it ever actually aired. I've seen it online. It's pretty easy to find. Just, you know, Max Steel Roboforce cartoon. It'll pop right up. They were just all up in your grill all the time. I don't really... We're going to look and see what they go for nowadays, and that'll give you an idea of how successful they may have been overall. Before we jump into that, let's have a listen at one of these RoboForce commercials I just mentioned. Let me dig through the video cassettes over here, and away we go. Wrecker the Demolisher to the rescue! Ideal's new Force. Warrior robots with gripper bases and crusher arms, each sold separately. Hundreds escaping! Okay in there? Okay, Dad! But we won't be safe till we're rid of Hundred. Hundred the Conqueror, Max Steel the Leader, Wrecker the Demolisher, each sold separately. New from Ideal's Force. Duke, let me just pop this out here. That's a weird commercial, don't you think, with that Rod Serling guy? I wonder if kids knew, you know, I did know Rod Serling as a kid. The The show was in, The Twilight Zone was in reruns and whatnot. So maybe that was a good idea at the time. I don't even know. The thing where they talk about the suction grip in the commercial, they have the figure stuck to the wall. And I don't think you can do that. I've tried a couple times and he falls and the height they have him at, 
If he fell as a kid, he's going to fall apart and you're going to be super duper duper mad. They would do that all the time. Show you things that the toys could do and then couldn't do. Or more, more honestly, they would show you things the toys could do easily in the commercial but could no way do in real life. Usually like stand up correctly or pose in certain ways. That's neither here nor there though. We are going to talk a little more about RoboForce. I have almost an entire collection of RoboForce. I was on eBay one day looking around. I wanted to get some because I always thought they had really cool uh, playability. And I had a young daughter and I thought it would be neat to get her some vintage toys that she could actually play with. So I went online and I started looking for Max Deal's RoboForce. This was a few years ago. Honestly, it's probably like, I don't know, 10 years ago maybe? The prices haven't changed that much in the 10 years, though. There is not a high uh, value of collectability in RoboForce. So, like I said, I was poking around the eBay looking for some RoboForces, and I found a dude who had practically the entire thing. There may have been an accessory on the side here that he didn't have, maybe some of the hand weapons. Still, though, this dude had pretty close to the whole thing, including a boxed fortress. The boxed RoboFort, a.k.a. the Fortress of Steel, the Command Patroller, most of the dudes, most of their weapons, all in the Fortress of Steel box for $39.99 shipped. Now, I know a thing or two about shipping, and that's a big box loaded with a lot of stuff, and I knew that that was not a good deal for the bro. Still, though, I took it. I got it all home, and I was stoked. And I will say, she played with those for quite a long time, and I still have most of them. A lot of the accessories are missing. Some parts of the Fortress of Steel are missing. They're around the house somewhere. I will say... They are not missing, they are just not all together. But I still have them, and that 39 bucks turned out to be quite a bargain. Here's the bad part. A few days later, the dude wrote me an email, and he was like, why didn't you give me positive feedback? And really, I was fully going to give him positive feedback, I just had not gotten around to it. But his letter went on with like, why didn't you give me positive feedback? I lost money on the deal, how could you take advantage of me, and blah, 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 blah. And needless to say, dude never got his positive feedback. He didn't get a negative, I'm not that type, but he did not ever get that positive he was so looking for. As somebody who does some eBay, I will say, fishing for positives is not the way to go. Here's the thing, the one deal that will always get you a positive is completely out of your control. It's shipping. Now this is all considering you describe the item properly and accurately, so that's really not an issue. The one thing that matters most is how fast they get it. And ultimately, that is out of your control. You can ship it out that day. You can get it out there as quick as humanly possible. And it might just not make it to where it's supposed to be in the time they think it will be. And you don't get that positive. So really, ship fast, accurately describe. Don't complain if you don't get it. Because really, the positive isn't yours, I have to say. A lot of people think that... You deserve a positive every time, and it might not be the case. It just might be that, for whatever reason, you don't get it. They don't want to give it to you. It's it's out of your hands. It's not something you were owed, something you deserve. It's just something that sometimes you do get, fortunately, more times than you get the other thing. I've never got negative feedback, and I'm going to knock on wood, even though I'm not the superstitious type, because what's it going to hurt? So let's take a little looky-poo on eBay right now and see what... The going rate is for some various uh, RoboForce items. Actually, let's take a look at this videotape of another commercial I got before we get into that. It'll be a nice little, nice little segment break before we get into the dollars and donuts of the situation.
Let me pop it in here. All right, let's go. Sorry, popped it out there a little bit too soon. Let's start off with the Command Patroller while we're at it. I'm looking right here on the eBay, and somebody's had one here for 75 bucks with free shipping. I'm thinking it'll be 12, 13 bucks a ship, so we're gonna say 60 bucks or so. He's ran it through twice, no luck. Somebody here has one for 19.99. It doesn't have the box, but it does have all the accessories. That one sold, $15 shipping, so that's about 30 bucks, and Here's a very, very nice example. It has a box, it has the comics, all the weapons, and you can get it for $39 with $16.50 priority shipping. That's pretty fair. It would, might fit, you know, I don't think it's going to fit into a large uh, flat rate box. So, they're probably, they're making out a little bit on the shipping. I think they're a little high. Still though, it has everything you'd want, and you can get it for all together, $39.99, $16.50 shipping, so we'll say $45. bucks. i am going to call that the going rate. The next thing we are going to take a look at is the Fortress of Steel. The Fortress of Steel was the ultimate set for RoboForce. It's their, their home base, where they all lived, where the good guys lived. It's pretty cool. It folds up, and it also kind of doubles as a carrying case, and it has little nooks and crannies and whatnot for the dudes to hide. So online, I'm looking at the eBay again here. One just sold for $49 with um, $15 shipping. Eh, we'll call that fair with the packing and whatever. So we're looking at 65 bucks for that. Somebody's been trying to get another one here. $74.99, not selling. $74.99, not selling. We're going to call the going rate 55. That's affordable. Someone right now, and by the time you hear this, it might even be gone. So who even knows? Somebody right now has a really nice set of it for $89.99 with a bunch of robots. I don't know if I would go for that. I'm going to say that there is actually no way I'm going to go for that. It's kind of saying each of the robots they have here is worth $5 to $10. And I don't know if that's really the case in this situation. Now, that's not to say that a RoboForce dude isn't worth 5 to 10 bucks because they fully are. But that is going to be with the accessories, with the decals on, the whole kit and caboodle. If you want to get yourself one of these dudes in the box, it's fully affordable. I'm looking right now at new in package mint in box RoboForce dudes for $15 in auction. Completed. We're talking completed solds. $14.99. That is not a bad little thing there. They're not going to be something that's going to go up in value for you because they're looking like the same as when I was into them 10 years ago. But they will look nice on your wall. They have really, really neat packaging. It has... Some nice art. I, I would like to get one of these. I'm thinking I might jump in and bid here. Hold on. Let me... I'm going to jump into this auction. Well, hold on one sec. I am actually going to call Max Steel's RoboForce a bargain. I just bid on a couple. I bid 17 bucks on a set of two in the box. I'm not sure I'm going to get it. It just started. I kind of did it on an impulse. Just kind of like it would be fun to bid live on the show. So, who knows? I'll let you know how that turns out. I am going to call... Max Steel's RoboForce, a grade A bargain from the very first inaugural Retro Marketplace. Yo, 
are you, man? You've got them running scared, man. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment, your weekly toy shop update, the Toys R Us report. All right, party people, thanks for sticking in this long. You don't know how much I appreciate it. All right, the Toys R Us report is where I tell you about what I saw at the Toys R Us, and what I saw is still nothing. I am hitting up the store, I am hitting up Target, I am hitting up Kmart, I am hitting up everywhere and still no Build and Odin's. I've seen on some of these Facebook groups I belong at, dudes have them. They found them at Target. They found them at a Target in East Oakland. We're not there. I'm not in East Oakland, of course, but I would hope that at some point they're going to get down to me, but it doesn't seem like they ever will. What am I going to do, though? I mean, who cares? Why complain about toys? It's a little annoying, and to be honest with you, I don't think I'm going to buy that many of them. I think maybe I'm just going to get the Captain Marvel I dig how her mohawk comes out of her helmet, but I might not even get that. I just want to see them and know that they exist. As a matter of fact, one of the fools on these Facebook Marvel Legend groups, he found the series after this. He had the whole entire thing. What am I to think of this? It is a travesty. I am disgusted. I'm not really that disgusted. I would just like to have them. Um, it was still another slow week. You know, I guess they're still rebuilding after, after, uh, Christmas. And that's, you know... That is to be expected. Christmas is the main event, the Super Bowl of the retail world. Let me tell you this. I heard this the other day. Um, do you guys watch Star Wars Rebels, the cartoon? I do watch it. I like it. I don't have any other figures, and I've heard that the figures are not selling well at all, and it's possible there might not even be a Series 2. That's a bit of a bummer, because Series 2 had the only one that I really wanted, which was Sabine. She is the Mandalorian chick with the pink helmet. I love that pink Boba Fett outfit. I think it's cool. I don't know why. I wanted it. I feel weird about that. I do buy a lot of girl action figures, and I don't, I don't intend to. It just seems to me that over the years, I have bought so many action figures that it's just like, I don't need another Iron Man. I don't need another Captain America. I don't need another Thor or Obi-Wan Kenobi. But I do want to buy something, and the only ones I don't have zillions of are the girls. And what are, what are you going to do? I want to buy something that I don't have. I don't want another... I don't want spacesuit cap or medieval cap. I want somebody that I've never even bought in plastic before. And that sometimes leads to me getting Batgirl or Sabine or Captain Marvel. What do you want to say? It's not even a big deal. I don't know why I'm talking about it. It's just something that's been on my mind. We hit up the double flea markets again, and that's fun. That's always fun. It is a bit tiring to, like, walk the length of these two flea markets, and I'm still, I'm still fighting this cold. I'm having a hard time breathing, so I got a little winded, got a little tired. I didn't wuss out, though. I didn't wuss out. I made it. I am, like... Man, I don't know who I'm like. I'm like somebody who goes through and make things. But I did not find a lot of cool stuff. I got a neat Archie Bunker card game. I don't know how to play it, but it has these really cool cards with all the characters' faces on them. One of the bummers is the dude doesn't say Meathead on his card. It says Mike. I wish it said Meathead, but it says Mike. So what are you going to do? I can't go back in time and reprint the card. But I can't imagine it says Meathead every time I see it. And that's probably almost as good. I also got a really neat Farrah Fawcett puzzle. Over the years, I've, like, gathered this whole Farrah Fawcett collection that I never intended to get, but I have, in fact, gotten it. I have mugs. I have drinking glasses. I have a Charlie's Angels doll. I have this puzzle now. I got 
a lot more than that. And I don't even know how this came to be. It just sort of did over time buying one thing at a time, which is, I guess, how collecting starts. Anyway, kids, we're going to get out of here. We're going to head for the hills. But before we go, I need for you to do something for me. If you're on icrobots.com, that's I-S-E-E. R-O-B-O-T-S, like I'm looking for robots, icrobots.com, go to the Entertainment Earth link on your right. Click it. Go in there and, well, just take a look. If you take a look for something, you'll find something you like. They are the Internet's number one action figure resource. Not even action figures, just toys of all sorts. So go through, click on that link, and, and buy something. Get something cool, because every time you do that, I get a little taste. I get a little bit of that, and I'm hoping to turn this show into some kind of a self-sustaining entity. If it can pay for itself, I will be so happy. That's all I ask. That's not a lot. Go through Entertainment Earth. Click the link. When you go through, bookmark it. Bookmark it on the other side, and then use that as your Entertainment Earth link, because every time you do, I get a little smidge of the money that would normally go to the faceless Entertainment Earth Corporation. I don't even think it's like that. I don't think there is a faceless Entertainment Earth Corporation. They seem pretty cool to me so far. All right, guys, make sure you hit us up on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash IC Robots, I-S-E-E Robots. Hit us up on Twitter at IC Robots, spelled the same way, icrobots.com. If you're looking for the one-stop shop for the Toys R Us report, go to thegreatestpodcastintheworld.com. You'll find us right there. Look us up over on iTunes and give us a review. I understand that that's really helpful in the process of getting the show discovered. So if you want to get us discovered, that's what you want to do. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Toys R Us report episode number 20. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah, that's right. This jam is rated Cold Medina, man. That's right, Cold Medina. We're in EFFECT, otherwise known as Effect. Know what I'm saying? This is a Toys R Us news update. All the toys, all the time. Breaking news audio. I have found the Marvel Legends. I went to the Target and there they were, the entire set. I only picked up the Captain Marvel. I am not the type who's going to go and leave everybody else with nothing. There will be more to follow in the upcoming days on the Toys R Us report or on icrobots.com. Keep your ears to the street. This has been an IC Robots radio production.